Okay, everybody, welcome to this episode of The Black Box UK. I can take my headphones off again now because I can hear the levels, all right? Excellent, good stuff. Yeah. So uh, this is our second official podcast. Yes. Uh, yeah, after the first pilot, which was well received and yeah, now we find ourselves here. But you are somewhat of a podcasting expert now, all going on... BBC and all sorts doing it, doing your things. Like this, this black box thing ain't good enough for you, know. Well, I mean, I've I've got a lot to say, and like you know, sometimes I feel that the the parameters are maybe not being stretched enough. I don't know if I'm supposed to take that as some kind of insult or or, uh, or what. How am I, to, maybe, how am I supposed maybe, to take that? Maybe maybe you should take it as like I'm just adding a little bit of fuel to the fire that I'm gonna want for you for what's gonna come over the rest of this episode. Oh, that's all good, bro. That's all good. So what we're we gonna talk about this. Well, this episode, we've had a lot happening over the past couple of weeks since our last episode. Um, obviously, yeah. we've had Black Panther. And yeah, I think, I mean, I was saying this should be a special, really. But mm. I mean, I think we can talk about Black Panther in a, a, a number of different ways because it has permeated the culture, uh, not only like the black culture, but, you know, m- mainstream culture, popular culture. Uh, in in so many different ways, from uh, this Afrofuturistic perspective, uh, which kind of sells us a vision of how we could live, uh, all the way across to seeing somebody like Ryan Coogler on this three film uh, like jump, like from was it Fruitvale Station to Creed, mm-hmm. straight to Black Panther, and mm-hmm. this immense success, and uh, currently looking on target to be a billion dollar film it's, it's on track I, I checked this morning and it's currently on 548 million and we're in the second week yeah that's it's actually I think they said it's the it took uh, it took Justice League uh, f- three or four months to make 300 right so it's the fourth highest rated in terms of the revenue that is brought in Mm-hmm. Um, in the two-week mark, it was like it's only been beaten by Star Wars, Jurassic World, Star Wars again. So and I think it's the best February release ever. That's crazy. So Black Panther, there's so many layers to it, bro. Yeah. Um, and, and the thing is, as well, I really hope that while we are kind of basking in the the glory of what has happened with Black Panther. Uh, there isn't there is that 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 element of we're all going like see see if you'd put black people on the on the screen before look at what we could have done look at mm. how we all have that kind of feeling of see see but mm. it was it was a it's a pioneer of a film because people are, what people are saying well but what about Blade but what about this yeah yeah what yeah, about yeah. those other superheroes but yeah. again they are taking one slice of the the picture mm-hmm. and making that into some false narrative because. Different to those stories, did Blade exist in a world full of right. other so, uh, black people or African people? So this is did, the thing. It was exactly, this was an all-encompassing story. It wasn't you're isolated within this society in the same way that you can be in any story, really, mm-hmm. from like Sidney Poitier on. But mm. like, whether or not the story is centred on you as a, as, a, as a superhero or otherwise, doesn't matter if you are the other in, yes. the, in the story. Right, exactly. And so I don't think that when people are saying that this is not momentous, mm-hmm. like they're very wrong. Like it is momentous for, for all those reasons. There are so many firsts in it. But within that as well, 
like in this moment it is that celebration of like well like didn't we always know this would have happened didn't we always know that like if a film like had like our people mm. centered in it that it would be a success because people would have said well until this until this happened mm -hmm. people would have said like nah it would never work like no of it course. would never sell to a market of course what was really smart about the way that Black Panther has been put together is that you can take it on any level. Do you understand? It means one thing for us and for a lot of people who don't come from where we come from, mm -hmm. they can take it as pure entertainment. Yeah. Do you understand? Mm -hmm. It's just pure entertainment. But for us, we can take it on, on, on two levels. It's, there's got some deep historical connotations there. Um, it's been said that um, Wakanda yeah. is what Africa could have been if it wasn't for what happened in in yeah. our history with the transatlantic slave um and more importantly to africa as a as a landmass like mm -hmm. uh colonialism uh, mm -hmm. that's that i mean that is more the the point because as well as the the human resources they're also taking the natural resources from the land uh from and from the surrounding environment in every single way shape and form uh, again sometimes in the the, the hubris of uh, seeing our own human stories is the only narrative we forget how much we lose in our the natural mineral wealth of of our home it's, of africa it's 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 easy to to forget about that um you know but it's good that we've got something like black panther with ryan coogler kind of rewriting aspects of this story to kind of shine a light back on those areas to bring it to the forefront of our consciousness yeah now what's going to happen you know it is entertainment, it is a fictional story, but there are some, um, as I said, there are some very realistic connotations and undertones to the story. Yeah. That's bringing it forward into our consciousness. So, you know, is, is this the, the moment of awakening where we take back our resources and kind of try and try to level the playing field? Or are we, is it, are we just going to kind of just brush it Oh, I don't know. I think, I mean, there is somewhere and something in between those two extremes that you're presenting there mm. like it's not like like all or nothing that now we like you know we go to fight you know to, to to be the conquerors rather than the conquered in this moment because disney has led us to this kind of rally uh, i mean it's, it's fanciful uh and it could almost be how comedy central would write the script for uh, black panther 2 but like uh i don't think that is uh realistic what i think is good similar to a point that i've tried to make before and i would always say mm -hmm. especially in reference to people like uh even barack obama uh, uh or, and jay-z beyonce uh, and other people who are iconic this is an iconic moment and in that moment you benchmark something which then allows what was before an exception to become a norm Right. The idea of before that there could be a, a black president, it was like, no way. Now there's one one on deck. There's one who, whose painting is already in like the president's room. Oh, there that now. painting like, is terrible, man. That painting is terrible. Wow. I'm not going to segue into that because like, I think the painting actually is, is it's a very, it's a very layered uh, painting. It which, could be. Which kind of is. It could be. But it definitely stands out in comparison to the other paintings that have been done of, of, of presidents. But anyway, we're, we're, I mean, we're kind again, of... Because I would say that if you... What, how can you be creative in the, in the lane of, of the normal? How can you, but how can you follow, follow tradition and still call yourself creative? 
every other painting in that room is a photo is a photocopy that was the first time that something was was dead like that was when people look back they will say that that was a moment mm-hmm. like, this is when the suits changed uh, and again the, the the flowers and the the plants that are in that uh in that portrait just to segue quickly are all relevant it is the native flowers of hawaii it is the national the flower of chicago it is uh there are all the different flowers that represent all of barack obama's life and it tells his story through plants and flowers in that picture and i okay. think it's, it's an amazing picture and like yeah i, I think it is like yeah a, a refreshing choice and change uh, for the president's gallery but anyway back to black panther <laughs> uh, i can't remember where we were in black panther uh but all right so for me the storyline it was interesting that um you kind of had this duality between the black panther mm-hmm. and his first cousin killmonger mm-hmm. right because what you see with killmonger i'm sorry we should have said to everybody like spoiler alert if you haven't seen the film before we just start listen as far as i'm concerned right you have a week to watch the film before you can lift the the lid off the conversations and yeah okay so um for me if if you haven't seen the film by now yeah that's your hard luck you should have seen the film within the first week because it was nationally agreed in unwritten language that you know we can discuss it a week after the movie fair enough cool i i was just i was just saying (laughs) this just to cover my back at least as everybody knows that i'm aware that some people for whatever reason may not have seen it i mean I and like uh, an Irish, we're gonna be going back to see it again this mm-hmm. this week. Mm-hmm. Actually, on Wednesday, anyone's ready for the link up? Like we're going with like Kalechi, uh, Kalechnikov. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going That's with Peckham, right? Peckham, like the the eight pm show on Wednesday. We're gonna be there showing out full force, full color. You know, I can't wait to for it to be released on DVD so that I can sit down and properly like dismantle it and unpack it and pause it and rewind it and whatever but until that point I guess it's going to have to be cinema I've only seen it once um, hopefully I can come on Wednesday but anyway back to your point though anyway yeah so I think the politics that we see at play is um, is quite interesting what was interesting to me is Killmonger's politics in that he is in this movie he's the um, in, in, in movie terms the, would you call him the arch enemy yeah, the 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 antagonist. Yeah, he's the antagonist. But even with his antagonistic viewpoints, right, you can understand where he's coming from. And I think maybe me and you would disagree slightly in in some of the politics at play here. Because for me, mm. Killmonger is kind of reflective of a um, a early Malcolm X, a fiery Malcolm X, someone who wants to see the oppressor punished in the absolute worst way possible, right? But then I think for me, what I saw in Black Panther, the Black Panther, was someone who eventually, after encountering Killmonger, decided, yes, changes do need to happen, but we need to do it in a measured and controlled way, in a way that allows us to move forward collectively because we're going to have to live together going forward but that's not to say that there isn't something within me that would love to see how the other road would have played out what are your views uh the the film is a a great film i love the film on 
on so many levels from a design perspective from like yeah the, the skate the, the the view of it but it follows a a, a similar kind of narrative that of, of story that that we have grown to like in all of our films and, and general stories mm-hmm. and what it always comes down to as well is an, an ultimatum between the the the, the hero <coughs> and, and the villain or like you know the good and the bad mm-hmm. uh, and and in that dual moment like you know one outright winning and in the hollywood story mm-hmm. we know it is always going to be the good mm-hmm. pre- prevails because mm-hmm. we live in a society which has also been structurally created for us to believe that the good will always prevail uh, as an overriding like you know mentality yeah, because yeah. if we didn't have that and yeah. we actually really appreciated that we live in a world where the bad people win like and we were resigned to it like well, what hope would there be so at least in our stories we we love the idea that like you know that that good will win out and so on that level i kind of like really like love the story uh but i think what was different here <coughs> is that <clears throat> uh, eric killmonger uh, he he was more he was yeah he was representative yeah of a movement and a feeling more than being just a a, a, a person or a character he was like not only like three-dimensional as uh as an individual mm-hmm. he was also as a, as yeah as a, a concept of the african diaspora and the feeling right. of like you know like what we have uh in in the world and so to kind of position the film so even what uh, the, my reasons for wanting to create something like uh the, the black box podcast mm-hmm. is because only by being like you know that thorn like regardless of whether or not people like you mm-hmm. regardless of however you go about doing it mm-hmm. if there isn't that thorn to make people a little bit uncomfortable mm-hmm. the other thing never changes mm-hmm. nothing nothing ever changes yeah and so obviously there is the people like you know oh but you have to take it that far do you have to be that violent you have to like me like i want to destroy the world but the thing is if you go to the king and you try to negotiate like a like a like a bureaucrat. Mm-hmm. Like, would you think the king's going to change anything at all? No, I. You, I have, to, you I, have to take it to the extreme bro, to make somebody yeah. see a little bit. Like something that you heard me say on previous episodes, and something that I tweeted in a thread the other day, mm-hmm. is that the quote from the film Three Hundred that before this day is out, the God King has to bleed. And in that film, before the day was out, he made our Black Panther. He made our King of Wakanda. He made him bleed, and in making him bleed. He made him change his course of direction, and that he did absolutely. And that is, he and was that, abs- it was absolutely necessary. But I think, by the same token, there has to be a limit on you know if if Killmonger was allowed to go ahead. First of all, he he, he wasn't necessarily totally for the diaspora, right? He was for himself, and that was reflected in the fact that you know he burnt that glowing flower because there weren't to be any successes after him, right? He wasn't totally for the liberate. That was a, a, a large element of it. Right? Again, that was not about him as an individual. That was mm-hmm. representative of uh, the, the the American way or the Western ideal within him, which is the zero sum approach to life. That for me to win, you have to lose, and right. that and that is that was not about him necessarily as an individual. But I think mm-hmm. that again, that was. I know that films like this are never in the runnings for Oscars, but that was Michael B. Jordan saying to me, I'm Daniel Day-Lewis in the hell out of this fucking shit. Because he, he, he embodied like a, a whole idea, mm-hmm. but like made it feel like so personal. Yeah. But it was, as I said, it was, it was more than that. Okay. So on a personal level, do you, 
think that the Black Panther's way, we, we saw how the film kind of concluded, right? Mm. Do you agree? What, who do you kind of more side with? Because we're kind of getting two fractions. When you're looking on social media, people are like, oh, I'm with Killmonger's politics. You know, his way is the only way. These people need to suffer and whatever. And then you've got other people like, okay, you know, the Black Panther, he had a more measured approach to dealing with the problems. And Black Panther, at the end, wouldn't have been who he was if it wasn't for Killmonger. But you still have people that are Killmonger should have kind of, you know. And obviously point, poignant words that he, that he ended his story with as well, that like I would, like, you know, like rather die like yes. my ancestors yes. like, you yes. know, uh, than, than live in bondage. Uh, I don't think I necessarily have to side with either. I think like, you mm -hmm. know, like what, what, what our God, what our ancestors would do is mm -hmm. say, we love all of our children. We love all of their stories and how they all shape together to create a stronger story for all of us. Again, as I said, like the, the rose is only so beautiful because of the thorns on its stem. Like mm -hmm. the, the, the beauty is in the, in the ugly as well. Absolutely. It is, it is ultimately necessary because the beauty can only exist because of the ugly. Mm -hmm. Everything is ideologically diametric. Okay. Uh, and so I, I, I think that for me to have liked either character it was only because of the reflection of right. the of the other. There, there's there's um, both elements within yeah our but, story. But the beauty of it was, and I think this was the biggest crystallizing beauty for me in mm -hmm. this film. For the first time in all of my film, book reading, literature of all of like you know what I have kind of really taken to heart and enjoyed. It was the first time that I didn't have to use my skill of analogy and allegory. To place myself in into the shoes of mm -hmm. whoever, like you know, like Edmund in uh, the Lion, the Witch, in the Wardrobe, or uh, I don't <coughs> know. Uh, I, I, yeah, I, I mean, I can't even go into it. Thinking of who, like Pip in Great Expectations, uh, or any book that I've read in like my childhood. But this was for the first time, the characters and the stories related directly to me. Yeah, it, I didn't have to. You didn't need to I, kind of translate it or unpack it or anything like that. It, it was, was, it was, it was direct. And so in that, every single character made me feel whole. Every single character gave me something that like I recognised as a beauty and a trait in people who are in my family, who are around me or who are in my world and people who often as well, I see like just on our, on our daily commutes in our, in our, in our grinds and our, in our areas that are quite ghettoized where we live with like still kind of like poorly maintained social housing. And Why are you looking around this place as you're saying poorly? <laughs> I'm <trying> to... <laughs> I was actually... We're in my place yeah. and he's looking around the place as he's saying, yeah, poorly maintained housing. <laughs> Social housing, yeah, for the for the hoi polloi. Uh, no, I'm joking. Uh, but I think like what I've seen as well in the in the past few weeks, and maybe it's maybe it's just my own rose tinted eyes. Mm. But I feel like I've seen more of a bounce in everybody in from within our uh, community. Fair enough. I mean, I'm I'm seeing people like coming in and out of cinemas all times of the day, <laughs> like as well. Mm, mm, uh, mm. But. I just feel that I mean, even like yeah, this 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 week uh, just gone. It was my grandmother's funeral, and at the the wake, just looking around at a room of like you know my family, extended family, family friends, 
I mean, it's a room I would always look at, like, you know, with, with love, respect, and especially on the, the, the day that my grandmother died, with the kind of the, the, that summation of, of legacy in the room. But I looked also in that room at, like, so many people who ha are, who have, like, their natural hair and, like, you know, like, dreads and people who's... Everyone, it, it, it felt like what I can now characterize as like, you know, this looks like a Wakandan parliament. This looks like a, there's a, there's a there's, these are new verbs, new terms right, that I can right. use. Yeah, yeah, now, yeah, yeah. like, you know, you can, you can go to a room of black people and go, this looks like a Wakandan this, or this looks like a, and it, and it exists to it's, all of us. It's true. It exists I, to all of I us. I think the legacy of um, what we've seen in Black Panther is going gonna, is, is gonna to go on for a very long time. Even as you came through the door, how do we, do, we greet each other? Exactly. And I, yeah, was, and, I was, and I was, and I was, and I was, and I was, I was thinking to myself as well. If you are like a, a, a sportsman of any African descent in the world, yeah. and you score a touchdown, a goal, hey. a thing, and it's like your celebration, it's a new salute. Like, why are you even playing sport? Like, why, why are you doing it? It's the new fist. It's <laughs> yeah, the new fist. it's the new thing, basically. Yeah. Every single time, it's that. Every time we see each other on road and street, on the it's tube it. when we're traveling up the yeah. escalator, you're That's coming it. one way at Waterloo. I see you, brother. That's basically it. solidarity. You'll see how quick they'll change laws in this country, <laughs> and they're gonna outlaw that, outlaw that salute, boy. I know, I know. Maybe like they'll Nick, become as political as that Nick, um, Nicholas Black Power Fist, or not Nicholas Anelka's Quinell, or like any of those little. Uh, but we'll... I found it interesting how the women were portrayed in Black Panther. Why it interesting? Was, it was refreshing to see women kind of taking control. First of all, you had. Okay, you had um, Letitia Wright's character, who was kind of behind the scenes. <laughs> this guy acting like he has to read to, 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 to credit women. Like, like, this, like this man's life isn't built by the women in his life. What are you talking him. about? What are you talking about? <laughs> so you have her behind the scenes there, controlling all the technology. But then you got the three guardians of the throne. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's like the entire, the entire story, what am I saying? Where am I going, all right? Women are kind of in their rightful place as almost um, the, 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 the guardians of the nation, mm -hmm. right? The men don't really, the, the, the men are kind of protected by them and they consult with them before they make their move. It was just a refreshing to see that portrayed on the big screen in this way yeah it was and as well with uh practical costumes because i remember even with uh seeing wonder woman that like just really and truly if these women are meant to be these amazing like warriors why are you going to go fighting in like, only a pair of pants like <laughs> when people are shooting you and uh but so many of these films normally yeah you're correct that these the, the, the women are sexual props to, to, to make the, the, the male hero seem even more masculine and more powerful. Where on this occasion, what we saw well, that was, yes, yeah, so refreshing was that I do not believe in any way, shape, or form having like empowered women playing the roles that they did, mm. like structural and central to the story, in any way emasculated or disempowered the men at all. At all. At all. Like, if anything, I felt it, it was you're, you're more empowered because if anything, the, the usual arrogance of men creates a blind spot that allows for so often in stories from from Samson with Delilah through to I mean I don't know mm -hmm. like women are always can be, are easy to play the blind spot with, yeah. with the guy because they seem as, as 
apparently so weak that there's no way a woman yeah. can pull this over me, which is well, ridiculous. Well, exactly. They, they played um, almost a typically masculine role in this particular movie. You know, they, they but why is it a masculine role? Because that's the way that we've been socialised. That's the way that these roles are always portrayed. The way that those, those three women in particular were portrayed would usually be men playing those parts. It was unusual to see three leading characters that weren't sexualized in any way. Yeah, it's crazy. But I mean, at the same time, what's so mad is we all know that like women have like a higher threshold for pain because it's biological because they're gonna like give birth. <coughs> that like women are physically stronger, like you know, per pound, like because of the relation that they have with children. But we are so fixated on this idea of like muscle bound physical strength mm -hmm. uh, as an idea of what strength really is when as you often know as well like sometimes the, the henchest guy in the gym could be the one who could be knocked out with the most glass jaw because all because you built up doesn't mean you can have a fight doesn't mean you can have a do mm. and sometimes some of the, the skinniest like little you that you see can like knock out a big man or, or can walk into a fight where people are armed and like not even feel no way and like yeah. start banging people out because these are all again this ideas that they, they seem to add up to us because we believe our eyes so much but again i'm uh segueing from the main point so no bro it's all good it's all good um so yeah i mean do you think that we've sufficiently unpacked black panther or well i mean uh, it, it's, it's enough to 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 see what like you know people are saying or to uh, the the view we're, we're sorry for the people listening on the podcast we're um doing a live instagram and the feed seems to be kind of quiet at the moment as it relates to black panther but hey ho so maybe yeah, so, so maybe maybe we said enough but at the same time we're gonna do a little tiny linking aren't we for we're carrying on with black panther to some extent yeah as you know um every time we do a podcast we have um this week in caucasity which um, just to repeat ourselves from the last episode, it just focuses on some stupidness that these white people are playing at. <laughs> well, yeah, basically, um, th these things that um, Caucasians, white people, do either intentionally or inadvertently, right? Maybe sometimes naively, that ruffles our feathers. Yeah. Okay. Or, 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 or yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely cause for concern. Yeah, or maybe go, go some ways to undermining us, which is definitely the case this week, right? So um, this week in Caucasity links in very much to Black Panther. Because uh, there have been like spates of all over social media, uh, people sending in images of themselves apparently bloodied, beaten, uh, bruised, broken broken saying stuff like i went to see hashtag black panther with my girlfriend and a black teenager shouted you at the wrong theater and smashed a bottle on her face what was interesting about these posts i mean that what what joel just um described is one incident there was a whole slew of them where people were posting in all kinds of pictures almost trying to undermine the euphoric atmosphere that we have at the moment because we're not allowed to have good things right yeah all right so um what was interesting in following these posts, as, as each one popped up, they were quite severely debunked themselves by people. Because, I mean, the thing is as well, like the level of trolls that we're dealing with, these people that we're dealing with, they're not smart people. 
like they they get a little idea in their mind something that they've probably seen in an episode of like Scooby like one mm. night when they were just like flicking through like the few channels that they can even afford and when they then like you know like happen upon like one of these like harebrained ideas they go type in Google like bloody girl and get the first image off of page one right and then use that and say this is my girlfriend so then all you right. have to do is you take their picture put it in Google image search and it comes up straight away and you're like well that's not your girlfriend well exactly I think the first image I saw was a picture of a bloody tissue with blood running down the drain and the guy saying the same thing I went to Black Panther and they said this movie ain't for you and they punched me in my nose and my nose is broken I spent the evening in A&E but then you know people have gone off done their image searches and what comes up on the image search a bloody tissue with, with, with blood running down the drain you know and then the posts are subsequently deleted I think so, it all goes to the, this era in which we now live of fake news where there is no longer true or false, only relevance. Uh, and if, it, if stories fit people's narratives, mm -hmm. if people want to be angered, like, you know, they will quite happily believe stuff that has been debunked. Mm -hmm. I mean, at the end of the day, we live in an era of a president of the United States and thus the free world who lies <coughs> like you know at, like just willy-nilly whenever he wants like I know there'll probably be a lie I could point out just today and I, I'm not I'm not I'm, I haven't it's even looked I don't know absolutely unbelievable but it's a guarantee that there's there's a lie out there mm -hmm. the same way that I say that I'm like there's certain dudes on Twitter or on mm -hmm. social media I say like I can guarantee you that every single post this dude's gonna do is gonna be a humble brag yeah of course like, but similarly with the president yeah every single tweet like somewhere there's gonna be a line he can't even just do like a just not, God, why can't you just make a statement that's about so he has to throw a light into it and so but at the same time this is the world we live in that's now the stock and trade this is a man who wants ratings you know that that gets you ratings so why would you stop yeah. doing it yeah so it is this is as i said this is how people grow it's, it's, their audience it's, it's that kind of politics that donald trump used that got him into power in the first place anything that he says it doesn't even need to have any substance to it whatsoever yeah. what happens is that you can just throw it out there to the people and whether it's true or not it's gone into their psyche right and once it's in your psyche that's why you know newspapers when they've got an agenda they can print whatever they want in the headlines whether it's true or false if they are serving a particular agenda because they can do the retraction the day later or next week but it doesn't make a difference for the most part for the impression that people now hold it sticks yeah exactly it's the same way if you get called up as like you know something that, uh, accused of sexual assault like that stigma ain't ever going to go away from you right exactly so i mean it's and and, and luckily i mean to, to my knowledge none of these posts that these trolls made um about black panther i don't think they made it into any mainstream i don't think any main outlets um picked it up i mean I don't call either the Daily Turk, I mean, uh, yeah, the Young Turks or the Daily Mail mainstream. I mean, the Daily Mail people will say is, but like, I mean, they're 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 a hot mess. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, I think the, the the only ones that have picked it up gladly are the ones who are kind of talking about these trolls who are trying to um, assault. Yeah. So. It well, is this week it, it, it fits into this week in Caucasity because you know, I mean it's against why are people trying to like prick the uh, put a bullet uh, a pin in the balloon why are they trying to like ruin the party it's not happening 
because we can't have nice things, bro. That's what I'm saying. We can't, can't have nice have things. Nice things. And you know why we can't have nice things? Because we're in the black house and the black house doesn't belong to us. <laughs> All right. So this black house thing that Jay Brave is referring to, have you, you, have you got it out there on the internet for people to, mm-hmm. to read? Have you got the details to hand? And I'm mm-hmm. putting you on the spot. But if you want to read, uh, Jay, Joel has got a very enlightening, highly interesting, short article called the black house so do you want yeah, to just yeah, summarize yeah, it I mean, quickly you, you can house, probably yeah, do it so, better than i can yeah i mean I, I would hope so i mean i did write it <laughs> uh, so yeah black house a modern tragedy i mean it's modern but it's played out over a long time but if you want to read it it is available at links.jbrave.com and you just go onto there and the fourth link down it'll say medium it will have the title and you can read it there uh, all of my other content is there as well all right, we'll we'll put the the link in the description. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Link simple as that. Links l i n k s links dot com, and you'll be able to find my article there. But yeah, the the surmising of it is that uh, the black house was something created by the Europeans. Right? We are uh, ethnically and indigenously indigenously from the Africa house, but the black house was a European creation. And so, as much as we may have taken pride, populated. And done everything to uh, pump and pristine the place up. Mm-hmm. Uh, fundamentally, uh, it is not ours, and so they we are only leaseholders of this concept, uh, not freeholders. Our freehold is back within our ethnic identity, and it is that that we need to reclaim. But again, you can read the entire thing on the link that's in the description, mm-hmm. and that Jay. Um, just gave out yeah. on the podcast. Um, uh, we, so uh, I think we, it's time to, to, to move to the to the main the main thing that we want to talk the, about. The main, yeah, we're, we're halfway through this podcast now. So this this one here um, to summarize, where do we start? Monique, Monique, tell the story. The story, Monique Hicks, the comedian, um, the actress. She is going head to head well she's calling for a boycott against netflix and the reason why she's calling for this boycott is because she feels that the offer basically they they wanted to bring her did no, you want to interject no no that's what you to finish your sentence as you was going to say it how where was i because you were about to say the offer but then you went basically as if you're then to but just just give the, the numbers the facts, what you okay. want to say. So, so basically, Netflix offered her 500000 for her to do a show that's to be featured specifically on Netflix. With this 500000 right, she's tied into a two-year contract where she can't go anywhere else. She can't do any appearances, can't do any shows, can't make any money anywhere else, mm-hmm. right? Um, she feels that her value and her worth is far above this 500,000. Um, she has been called a legend in many circles. She views herself as a legend, but she doesn't feel that the 500,000 and the contract in which she was offered reflects this legend status. You know, I think she compared herself to the Dave Chappelle's and the Chris Rocks and the Kevin Hart's. Uh, I mean, she didn't, and, she, and Kevin Hart wasn't in the same conversation because he's not a legend. Kevin Hart isn't a legend, though. No. Okay. No, I know that. Oh. 
he's, he's well on the way there. Yeah, yeah, but he's, he's well not, on the but way. He's not, but he's not. Okay. Um, so this is the thing, and she believes that this contract that came her way came about because she. Okay, just to summarize, she's she's calling Netflix management racist and sexist, and saying that that offer is an insult to her as a legend status and she was offered that um, because they don't believe that she could have got that money anywhere else. Is that a fair summary? Uh, not with the, the, the that final kicker of they didn't believe she could get more anywhere else. They were aware of her uh, current earning capacity and mm-hmm. that within that period of time she would earn two million in tour and residual. So she had money, she had more money in her life already on deck. Right, okay. And so in that circumstance, she has asked, you know, in, I mean, again, we're in the climate of me too. We're in the climate mm-hmm. of people yep. are airing dirty laundry, holding people to task. Yeah. And in that period of time, like mm-hmm. uh, a, a graceful, like to me, uh, elder from within our community, someone who quite rightly can call herself a legend, even though she didn't. What she what she did in the interview, which we may be re- which we're referring to, mm-hmm. uh, seeing her on the Breakfast Club. Right. Uh, yes. With, sorry, I, I left out that bit. With, uh, she with, went with, 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 with Yeah. With. Uh, with that, yeah, with the hosting team from from there, like what she she held, like uh, yeah, uh, a very yeah. Sorry, you, you kind of really distracted me. But I'm I'm, I'm really sudden, sorry, sorry, bro. I kind of like jumped out. I, of this I didn't seat. announce what was going to happen <laughs> or anything. So, so sorry, I, I I did have a trail of thought, but when someone does that, when you're trying to talk deep, I then just get up my and walk away. Hands up. That was highly distracting. That was totally unprofessional. I got up unannounced while he was in his trail of thought. Apologies, bro. Go ahead. Do you want to start again from the top? I'm going to have to. I mean, I don't know what angle to come back in on on that. But, uh, yeah, I, I feel that Monique, she appeared on The, the Breakfast Club to, mm-hmm. to explain to a wider audience who may have not been as aware of what had happened mm-hmm. in her story before to to just allow everybody to, 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 be, to be made more aware of the situation and also right. to address the fact that Charlemagne, mm-hmm. like or like you know, like Leonard. Yeah, Leonard. Because right. as well, like when you're when you're naming yourself, like you know, for for like you know, like European conquest conquistadors, and for like these kind of like empirical Europeans, and then like and then also uh, suffixing that with the god, like mm-hmm. that is the, I, I'm not calling that incantation. Like, I, ain't, I I ain't calling you Charlemagne the god. They you they you ain't that to me. As she quite rightly said on the show. If you think consider yourself to be an arbiter of our culture, mm-hmm. you need to do your research before you start like calling people out. You need you need to know All what right, you're talking so, about. So just to provide some context for those who may not have seen The Breakfast Club, and this is what I, I missed out in my summarization, is that Charlemagne called Monique donkey of the day or donkey of the week. I think Donkey that, of the Day. Donkey, donkey of, of the, the day. day. So every, every time they do a show, they 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 have this running theme whereby they will categorize someone as donkey of the day. Mm-hmm. He called Monique donkey of the day. And the reason why he called Monique donkey of the day was because he doesn't believe that, 
you know, her particular argument warrants a boycott of Netflix because he can't see any pattern of discrimination there. And I'm, 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 hate me if you want, bro, and listeners, but I'm inclined to agree with him, right? He, Monique is saying that she's a victim of racism and she's a victim of sexism, otherwise she wouldn't have been, she wouldn't have been offered that sum. Now, don't get me wrong, there's two things at play here, right? She got a whack deal. That was a whack offer. But I don't believe that offer was put in place because she's a black female. So, what, what, so, it's, so I, don't, I don't even understand how you can say that. But so explain what it what was wrapped up in. What's wrapped up in offering you mm-hmm. let, uh, like 25% of what you would earn even if you didn't come here? Bro, listen, I'm not disagreeing with you, the you, fact that it was so, a but, bad deal. But yeah, so, so, so bad deals get offered to white men, to black men, to... So you're telling me there's no there's no part of being a black woman mm-hmm. that is why someone thinks that they can offer you a derisory offer like that. Of course, there is going to be a running theme and a running thread where these things happen, right? But I don't think in her particular case that is the that's the that's what happened. And bro. so you don't think that particular cases add up to become the whole? Yes, they can do, but, but her not, particular but, but not case, her, but not her one. Not her one, because if you look at what Charlemagne was trying to say, he's saying you ain't you ain't relevant at the moment, right? You're not getting the bums and seats at the moment. You're not pulling the same crowds that people that are commanding a larger contract from us can get. Do you understand? She I, I, and the thing is, there's, there's two things in that. For one, yeah, the press and mm-hmm. to make a juicy story. Uh-huh. They have put together the uh-huh. fact of the mentioning of how much Dave Chappelle, uh-huh. uh, Chris Rock, uh-huh. and Amy Schumer earned. At no point uh-huh. did Monique say like, "I want like thirteen million. I know, I know. And, she didn't. She didn't she, name a sum. She didn't. She, she just she, said she should have got more. She should have got more. Right. And, and I agree. So I don't understand where where there's even a discussion then. Like basically, so and so as someone who is an who is an Oscar winner, uh-huh. who like she also stated in in the in the in her interview. Her last film, which is like less than like fourteen months ago, mm-hmm. like uh, did over uh, uh, did over what was it over a hundred percent? Like it mm-hmm. was a, a, a nineteen million. Took that forty five million mm-hmm. success. Mm-hmm. And she said her, her her resume is number one. Well, like, why why would you why would you all of as, a sudden as, fail? As, as Charlemagne was saying, right? Is she selling out stadiums and arenas? Are people going specifically okay, filling is, out, packing out places? So, so from a business point of view, right? Netflix aren't seeing that she's got the absolute pulling power and the pulling capacity of other legends. But if your business, like what you, what is on the table, uh-huh. like says that you can earn at least two million, someone's trying to play a game with you. Like, wouldn't you say if the, if there's a basic minimum that covers this, even your marginal cost, but they're saying yep. you can't even earn that anymore, whether or not you default on your mortgages and stuff in the meantime, that's again, that's beyond again, like, bro, that's business because you're, you're talking bro, about business and business bro, goes to my new shape. And, and 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 again, I'm not disagreeing with you on that point. There's two points at play here. All right. Yes, it was inferred through the Breakfast Club through um, Monique's husband that she earns about a million a year. Right. And if she was to be tied up in that contract for two years, she's loosening out on 1.5 million, mm-hmm. right? It doesn't make business sense. Reject the deal and walk away. Reject the deal and walk away. Or renegotiate your deal. But then to throw in all this stuff about it's racism and sexism and all of that, 
I don't, bro, you know, I'm like the first one to jump up and defend our people and when so, I feel so that the there's, point, a, so the when point, there's a sense of so injustice point, so, happening. So the points that she also made about, about, being, about being a first, the fact that there is no other, and with there's regards, no other what? Like, there is no, like, there is no other, like, black female comedian who is That's above, who is, a, who is above her. So, fair in essence, so then, yeah, so what you also agree with then, mm -hmm. like Charlemagne, is that, like, that, the, at, cu at current market rate, mm -hmm. That and again, this is why I wanted to make sure back at the beginning of our of our podcast, mm -hmm. I doubled down on that point about before Black Panther came out, they mm -hmm. would have told you that black films wouldn't work, that yeah. this wouldn't work, okay. and that's business sense. That's yeah, business yeah. sense. That's business sense. Mm -hmm. But no one ever got a chance to prove it that black people can do things. They didn't get a chance. But when they did, what did they do? It surpassed. But you're you're happy to go on past business sense when it comes to white stuff, but not with black no, potential. No, bro. I'm but not why, saying. Why would why would why would you believe that? I'm saying. Why would you believe that someone who has like consistent number ones like cannot be offered just a, a, a reasonable consistent a number re ones in what a reasonable like as, like in in film. Uh, she's an Oscar winner. Yeah. Like uh, as she said, sold out. Uh, uh, like clubs, Charlemagne said. Clubs. To, Charlemagne said to her, "Well, why don't you go out and do your own promotion?" Again, this is similar tropes to what I've heard. And again, you know, uh -huh. you also, you also know, you, uh, you, you studied at university, like you mentioned in our earlier podcast, uh, yeah. like with with my mum, someone who I look at Monique and I see a Hollywood version of my mum in 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 physique, in mm. face, mm -hmm. in every single thing, mm -hmm. and in dignity of how she carries herself, yeah. and how when she answers questions, and my mum would also say, any single person who's ever bad-minded me or said anything, come and let's have a conversation yeah. right now in front yeah. of me, and let's see if yeah. people say, let's see if people say yeah. them things, because you won't, because they won't, basically. But I, are these I, people there to defend her afterwards, like, basically? We're on the same page, we're but, on the same page. But you, I, you I totally said, agree with you. Yes, but right? I mean, and you, do, you think it's, do you think it's right that for her to stand up, to be the first of the first, to be the first woman to be at that negotiating table that do you think it's right to call her a donkey for doing that do you think it's right to call Rosa Parks okay. a donkey for so, being the first so, person so, to sit so, that place so, on, so a, this, on a bus right. this is the thing that I picked up on in the interview is that she took that statement absolutely to heart and she took it deeply personally and she was highly offended because she recognises now I'm not she gave Leonard all his due because she said you are the arbiter of black culture with the power you have with this microphone right and he has a lot but, of power but, with that but microphone check, but check this check this though right I'm I'm not someone who who I think that was the first full breakfast show I've watched right I'm not totally familiar with Charlemagne. I know who he is, but I haven't really sitting, sat down and taken the time to kind of watch any of his previous stuff. Mm -hmm. So I'm kind of watching from a, an objective point of view. Mm -hmm. And I had to ask, you know, this donkey of the day, did he just kind of apply that to Monique? Or is this like a, a running theme? Mm -hmm. And it so happens that it's a theme. It is right? a theme. So it's but, nothing, but, but it's, it's nothing but for it's her to it's, it's nothing for her to take per, it's nothing for her to take personally. Do you understand? There's always gonna be a but donkey of the but, day. Yeah, of course, and she's but, taking it to her heart. Right, you're calling me a donkey. Would you call your mum a donkey? Would you call your grand a donkey? This, 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 this sounds like this to me. I'll just be honest with you. This sounds. This is like. This sounds like when white people try to excuse one racist thing that they've said. Like, mate, it, it ain't that deep. Ain't that, bro, no. we all say those things. No. Like, bro, no, this, no, no, this, no, this, no. this is what I'm hearing. This is what no. I'm hearing. That's it's, all I'm hearing. That's all I'm hearing. <laughs> but listen, bro. I told you, I'm the first one to represent for our cause. I'm the first one to jump up when there's even a, a, a small sense of injustice. And as I said, and, and even a small sense. So you don't even think there's a small sense of injustice there. There's a small sense of it. There is a sense of injustice because what they offered her was a crap deal. It was a crap deal. It was a crap business deal for her, and they should have offered her more money, right? 
but from a business point of view, you they can't see that she's pulling, she, she's going to pull the viewership. And, and the reason why they can't see that she's going to pull the viewership is because she said, oh, they came and they saw me um, get a standing ovation at two clubs. That's where, where, they, where they wanted to come and see her. And but why, why, why isn't she selling out stadiums? If she was selling out stadiums, right? But, but, if she was selling but, out but, stadiums, but, but again, do you think that they would offer her... But like, uh, again, like you know, like yeah. from, from, just to bring it back to that story of my mum... Who, who she, has she taught you at any point? Was she ever your teacher? Was she only an assistant with the ACS? Your your mum was a, highly influential in like the extracurricular activities. I wasn't there through um, in her presence through any official capacity through yeah. lessons, but it was all always through the African Caribbean Society. But we'd you, invite her to talk, exactly. and we'd go to her sessions after after class and sit down and take in the teachings. But do you feel that in those interactions you had with my mum in your yep. university experience that mm -hmm. you got maybe value from her that you felt as a teacher that you felt from other teachers that you had within the faculty that wow this teacher maybe offers more than like some of these other teachers there is a more well-rounded understanding of character in trying to develop students which is ultimately what teachers are there for would you say that you felt that yeah absolutely you know as it related to to my history my culture where i'm coming from and where i'm going to she absolutely enriched my life in and 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 do you imagine i mean again i can only ask you if you imagine because you may not know mm. but would you imagine that like lots of students over my mum's tenure at that university would mm -hmm. have had the same experience and would say the same about what how if, if they took the time to go and be in her presence in their own time absolutely yeah yeah exactly but would you think that for that work and mm -hmm. the added value that she or that she gives mm -hmm. to students in in from a business point of view exactly what mm -hmm. that whole business is set up to do mm -hmm. that she has been valued the same as her white peers whether female or or male within the institution do you believe that to be so do you, and do you believe the opportunities to even get to speak in the main lecture hall even though more students wanted to hear it mm -hmm. do you think that she was given the opportunity to do that she probably wasn't, but that's because, because she was we live as a, a, Because she, we live in a structured system right. that will close you down. Yep. Even if even if you can sell it out, it's mm -hmm. not for you. We are not giving that aspiration well, to your we're, daughters. We're, we're, we're not singing, giving that aspiration we're, we're to singing, your people. We're singing from the same hymn sheet. I absolutely understand. Well, how can you start asking questions about, is she good enough? Can she do this? Yeah, she can, but she's no, not. No, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, if you want, putting myself in their shoes right from a business perspective and this is this is all it is right her struggle and her her poor deal that came to the table is that it doesn't need to be anything more you don't and you so you don't believe that people who are first and everything need to be the benchmarkers for us our flag bearers the people who are like you know like houston we have touched down bang this is the minimum standard basically no one else is going to come here and take one of these backroom offers and be like shuffled away that's not what's going to happen to tiffany haddish it's not what's going to happen to Gina yashere that's not what's going to happen because i'm going to make sure that like even if i don't get the deal now by me being this loud knowing that this is what happens and all this fury that blows up around it are we going to take this risk with the next woman that comes and so are you not thankful that somebody like that would go and do Bro, something the, like that the the, the the issue here right is that they don't feel that she's relevant, which is why they undervalued the offer which they wanted to, to that, that they presented to her, right? They don't feel that she has that modern day relevance. If it was like 10 years ago, she probably would have commanded right, a couple I, million. The funny thing is there are other people to pull out. I mean, again, I didn't bring them like on deck, but for example, the guy who created, uh, uh, 
glee. I mean, again, I know that this is a, he's a, he's a top guy. He sold a lot of, but the the deal that they're floating around like offering mm-hmm. him was three hundred million. Like <laughs> who's like, this? Netflix. Yeah, Netflix. Yeah, three hundred million. One man. Yeah, uh, you know the they paid for just the script. Uh-huh. For that film with Will Smith and and the Alien, that rubbish film where he's mm-hmm. like talking about fairy lives matter, just the cost, oh yeah 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 just yeah, the yeah, cost yeah. of the script yeah. Yeah. three million uh-huh. basically they got they got money to burn when you derise mm-hmm. really offer something like that like that's the equivalent of like again taking it out of the macro into the micro like imagine that you're like you know you're there with like you're, you're taking all these kids you're all going out for a, for a day out and they can see that you got money you're, you're giving all the other kids yeah you go and do that on this machine right. you go and do this but what? then to one of them like because of like you know these the few differences that like, be happy you got something is what is like you know as she as she quite right, rightly said she lives in a world where she's expected to be like for how you look and who you are in this world be yeah. happy to be at the table no you don't be happy to be at the table keep on fighting what is she what is, so what what should again what i would ask is what mm-hmm. should she what should she have done then should she have just should she have taken the deal like you i'm sure as a business Listen, person I, I you think, would say no from my understanding right is that netflix were very quite hard they weren't willing to budge for me like i, I think in an ideal world she should have if Netflix would have allowed her to, she would have said, lift the restriction on me being able to earn outside of your show. I will take the 500,000 or whatever, right? And prove to you that I can pull in the viewers. But I can prove again, to you like that you're, you're, while, while I go out and still earn my two million over the course of the two years. But again, what you're, what you're showing, like what Charlemagne did as well, is that you just don't understand the nature of the industry. It just doesn't work like that because it just can't work like that. You cannot be telling jokes elsewhere while we're marketing for you on one channel here. It just doesn't work. You can't do that. That is not an option, which is why they get, there was no negotiation, which is why, as they said, did you hear that tomfoolery that they talked about? Because mm-hmm. currently I'm going through a, law, a, a, a case myself Mm-hmm. which is gonna like ultimately be in court this this year where I'm going up against like you know uh, the big guys the, mm-hmm. the landowners basically mm-hmm. and they've also played those shenanigans of saying mm-hmm. like oh like you know like we sent you an offer but that the offer never never touched down mm-hmm. we never received your letters but little did they know that I blind copied in my MP and when they're saying that those emails never touched down my mm-hmm. MP received those letters yeah. so if she received them you received them too so mm-hmm. if you keep on telling these lies and mm-hmm. people can maneuver these things around you and like I saw you tweet the other day about how black people get treated in negotiations when you're there and you're lighter than this yeah, person bro, when a white person's there. So now imagine what's absolutely. even happening when you're not even in the room but they're just looking at your documents like basically. Like you're, you're relegated. It, you, you mean nothing. And I can well imagine when I heard what she said in how those Netflix like lawyers mm-hmm. and those people like dealt with her mm-hmm. and again not because of the company and their ideology but just because mm-hmm. of those particular lawyers because lawyers are but by and large they're, they're bloodsuckers. That is what their job is right. there to do. Right. Basically. Right. Like, like at and I, again, I could I cannot speak to to them or to 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 to, to the wider like in 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 regards to that. However, sorry, like what's wait wait. No, I, sorry, I mean yeah, sorry, no, no, no. Just the, that, I mean look, the, the 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 long the long and short of it is is those maneuvers that I that I heard are, are things that I am familiar with with solicitors that I am dealing with on a day to day as well. Yeah. And so I am quite ready to believe that those are the exact games that right. they will then make out that it was you being difficult, but like you like he, her husband said, she has the receipts. 
Like, like she knows when you sent and what you did. Yeah. So people would play those maneuvers on you, but then pull out at the end and then it all make out that you're the bad guy. And then mm-hmm. even people who are meant to be your brothers and friends yep. put out false information about mm-hmm. how much that you're meant to be earning, three million instead of mm. half a million, to mm. make people think that you're greedy. And, mm. and she said, like, you know, we've got all of these, like, you know, these, these, these house niggas doing the work for us, doing the work for them. And that's essentially what she, um, she, she, she accused Charlemagne up in yeah exactly a house, a house and, and even worse because like what she said at the end and like, and like obviously I stand with her when she said that you're the one who who led led her up to the bedroom bruv and like you know led her, led her to the master's bedroom and then came back to collect her after that's you bruv but <laughs> yo to the Instagram live family I think this thing is about to chip out now I'll try and um, start it again but yeah there you go um no, bro, I'm 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 far from that. You know, I, I I kind of I see where Charlemagne is going going with this, and you know he he's asking for facts and figures, right? And he's but just yet, and he's yet, talking about her relevance. But yet he it's never answered any of her questions. He never answered one question. Of course, he answered her questions. She was avoiding his questions. No way. Again, you watch you watch a different interview. She she <laughs> she he did not she he did not answer any of her questions about the facts that are on deck. And like she said to him, like, how are you asking me about this? Is was there a counter offer? Like, how did you not do your research? How are you so eager to make radio that you're going to come here? And like run your mouth before you've even like known that 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 the, the facts were already out there oh, in right. the public in the public domain. You're, e- yeah. you're, you're, e- you're eager to like you know to keep your mm, fans happy by listen, by as, as by, a human by, being, by bro. As a human being, like you're always gonna miss one or two things. And yes, it is unprofessional for him to miss slight details like that. That is out there in the public domain, but that does by no means slight, take away slight does, details. It does not take away from his wider points. It doesn't take away from his wider points. You know. She is trying to turn this into something that it is not. Wow. She's tr- she's trying to turn it into something that it's not. And, and, and but, but but by your own admission, it's derisory. But it's something that it's not at the same time. All right. Well, I mean, which is it? So yeah. is it is it is it is it is it is it as you as you kind of threw in with like your like American idioms? Is it whack? Is it whack? Like or, or, or is it or is it or is it or is it respectful? No, I mean Charlemagne. For me, he didn't treat her in any disrespectful way, right? You don't, you don't, you don't think that flippant approach to someone who's your mother's generation is disrespectful? What, flip, what flippant approach did he wow, take? Wow, wow. Did, 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 you, did you watch the interview? You don't think he was flippant? Oh, we, we, got, we, got, we, got, we got a guest in the studio. We've got Janine in the studio. He listened to anything she had to say and he, considered, and he was considering it and everything else. He didn't interrupt her once. And I, Charlemagne's a bit of a dickhead, right, usually. And I've seen many an interview with Charlemagne where he is a punk. Okay, and he don't let no one speak, he's right, he acts like an idiot. In this interview, he treated her like his auntie, or like his, or his elder, and he listened to her and he heard her out and whatever else. I don't think in any way he was actually rude to her. He was rude, in her opinion, for labelling her as donkey of the day, which is a feature on his show. Mm-hmm. And she came on the show to confront him about that, which she did, and he allowed her to do that. But then he also put in his thoughts and told her to her face why you were donkey of the day why you featured in my segment because you because and why why because you you are not allowed to to, to ask for this in this situation no he she is absolutely why would you why would you be a donkey for asking then why would you be no a donkey? she because, was a, she was a, I, no, no she, you're a donkey because you're no. laughing because he's saying you're not worth that you're you're a donkey no 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 so no, why, why no. Is he, he, he didn't say that because why, why then he did say that 
that was a whack deal. That 500 grand is nothing. So, so okay, right? well, you understand. The, 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 the reason why she's a donkey is for turning it into a race and sexism issue. That's why because, she's because, a donkey. When, because it's, because it's, it's not it's that. O- because it's only a talent thing. It's only a talent thing. And In, Essentially, that's what he's saying. Yeah. Uh, and so the deal was that like David Letterman or everybody else like he's ready to rank everybody on this aggregate of talent basically he's, and to say that there's no element of being black and female and being the f- and you would be the first black female to ever break that to b- ever break that seat you would be the first what's, ever what's the what's the last Monique thing that you saw comedy show film and, and if you can remember what date roughly it was uh I can't, but I mean, I suppose with my own personal review to mm-hmm. popular culture, mm-hmm. I mean... Where does she rank in terms of, you know, like, in terms of your, like... Do you know your comedy? Do you know, like, your your deaf comedy jam and your kings of comedy, queens of comedy, and... I, well, I mean, I... Mean, and, I and, and that, where she comes from. Yeah, I, 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 know, I know her comedy, but I also, what I more know, similar to how I would say, like, know mm-hmm. Richard Pryor, mm-hmm, or, mm-hmm. How, or how I would know, Eddie like, Murphy, Eddie Murphy, Eddie, is... Yeah, yeah, yeah. is is that like if someone will say can you can you recant their jokes can you like no but yeah. i can say that i remember how much they defined an era mm-hmm. i remember how much they influenced yeah. them the next lot mm-hmm. and yeah monique does fit into that and i'm yeah. sure that like she said that if you was to go and ask people like uh like queen latifah and mm-hmm. you was to ask like uh mm-hmm. like even like now from like jada pinkett mm-hmm. uh tiffany haddish all of the women mm-hmm. in the scene how much of an influence that Monique had on building of their career mm. that they would they would all oh, and you can't take that away from her. Take that away from her, and her legend, legendary status goes without saying. But I just feel that in this day and age, she you know she's an Oscar winner. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Not many comedians coming from her you know start can say that they're an Oscar and winner. I, exactly. Not many black females can say they're Oscar winners. Full stop. Yeah. She can say that right, and that's great. Mm-hmm. And power to her but i think what what she's misunderstanding is is that you in this day and age you you, you need she's like the finish line keeps moving and keeps changing like mm-hmm. oh you need to be this and then when she gets that and she comes up and she's like okay i'm ready give me that big deal now mm-hmm. they keep saying to her no you need more you need more you need more mm-hmm. i think in some respects yes she is right but at the same time i don't feel that she rode that post oscar wave the way that she could have done do you understand and stayed you know, up there, and actually, I don't think she actually reached I think, that, you know that legendary status that we've got with like Chris Rock and you know, and those people. I feel that she kind of like, you know, fell off a bit early. Like she, she hasn't. Unfortunate circumstances leading to her reputation and being blackboard, as she calls it herself. You know what I mean? Has led to her career. You know, and people like Netflix coming and taking a piss and thinking that it's okay to offer her 500 grand and say to her, but you can't do any more shows or whatever else. And just not giving her something that's viable. Do you understand? I just think that you're in a position where they think it's okay, but you know what? That's all right. Fuck them right off and just say, no. Don't. (laughs) My issue with it is, is like, as far as I'm concerned, when a boycott needs to happen, people get on and they say, this is what, this is the fuckery that happened to me, people. This is what happened today. Or this is what happened with these fuckers in the industry. Or this is what happens here, there, da, 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 da. And then people sit there and they scratch their, you know, they scratch their head or they rub their chin and they say, nah, that ain't right. So, and then people will rally behind you and boycott that clerk for you. You don't go on and say, well, people, I think you should boycott Netflix because, you know, they offered me a dub deal. Nah. So do you... Do you, do you agree with the boycott? And go and, and go and, you know, do whatever you're doing. 
Don't ask people to boycott for you. Do you agree with the boycott? I agree with her asking for a boycott, I and that's the that's, and that's the and that's the that's the point I the, that I'm making. As she said, what is she saying any different to what Viola Davis is saying? What's she saying different to any of the women in the Me Too movement are saying? What is she saying that what like what because it's like just like uh, harassment and blackballing? What I've got to wait till it's rape? I've got to wait till it's sexual Mm-mm. assault? Is that what? Mm-hmm. No, but this is the world that she's saying that she's in. Is that mm-hmm. she does not get to negotiate at the same table that Matthew McConaughey gets to negotiate at, and we all agree on that. And all she's saying is she's trying to. Move Move the whole discussion mm-hmm. that direction, regardless of whether or not this deal happens for her now. She has been like you know, in the analogy, the the the, the soldier that goes over the hill comes back shot up, but lets the rest mm. of the army go. We don't go that way I anymore. I don't see Monique as that person. I don't see her as that person that, as you've just described, that is trying to make a change. I think that she's very self-serving and she's in it for herself. I think it's about her ego and what she feels she deserves. Quite rightly so in her legendary status, but I don't feel that she is is as you're saying. I just don't believe I just that. Don't, that doesn't resonate with me. When I've watched her speak yeah. about this issue, because this this has been long going on before she went on Breakfast Club. Mm. I, I know. I mean, it's been said, going on for about I've a month s- and a half. I, of course, I've seen. I've seen the whole wider story. What's going on with you like Lee, Lee Daniels and Oprah? The Lionsgate tour Will, story. Mm. What's his name? Will Packer. Will Packer. I've seen. You know, but, and I've seen. And Twitter. I've seen. And I've seen. And I've seen also. Uh, like you know, similarly, like mm. when uh, Lionsgate tried to get like Kevin Hart to mm. to promote a film for free mm. using mm. his social media, and, and he like said no, he didn't get blackboard. Instead, they came back and offered him more money. But obviously, when it's Monique, it's like you know. Did you see the Whoopi thing? What Whoopi said to her about? Yeah, yeah, how she, she really. Yeah, she said she said she she used like the words that like you know like th- 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 they were so poignant that I could have schooled you on yeah, like, on what yeah, you do right. on, on what exactly. you do here yeah, what right. yeah, like how yeah. you how you play rules up in the big house that's right basically. that's right yeah exactly and what that. I and what exactly I and what that. I appreciate basically yeah mm. is I appreciate my sister who's basically saying like now nah, like you know like kill me you ain't taking me in bondage that's what money like regardless of whether or not you see it as personal for her it is iconic because what we can't take away from her in her legendary status is she is the first that she is like you know like that she does have I all of those what, is what we're trying to make into because that's where that's the we issue. are as, as, as a collective i think collectively where we are as a people we are looking for someone to be that but i don't think monique is it personally shoot me but no Sorry. Well, <laughs> well, no, no. Well, like, it's, it's, it's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's good to. It's good to hear like other people's opinions. Like at the end of the day, like with like any queen that I would look to, like from within like my generational life cycle, people from my own community who are mm-hmm. who I look at and like and and mean something to me in, mm-hmm. in like. There is nothing that you can that you can say bad to to uh, in in a public domain. Mm-hmm. I will only I will only ever like de- de- defend. I would never like. Air I hear you. Dirt. I, hear you. I would never air dirty laundry. I, I would I, never do like like what I said in my tweet. Mm-hmm. Like what Charlemagne proved to me mm-hmm. in that moment was that long before he's even like you know this like this this like black boy from the big house who he thinks has got the privilege that the white people are giving him. He's American first. What, what? He's American, then he's black. And then after that, he has some kind of ethnic identity somewhere down the line. Those questions <sighs> were like what Tucker Carlson would have asked. Those are the questions. Those are the, those no, are those. I, I don't think, you know what? That's exactly, I, I don't that's, think exa- that's exactly I, how, I, how I watched them I, talk on, on hard talk or on Fox News. 
Okay. But he's you become he's become hardened because again, like we said, you want to sell shows. You want to do like you know like what like you know yes, like so what I, Ben I just, Shapiro does. Okay. You do, like you do want to do what Richard Spence did. Like like I said, uh, like DJ like no, I don't think I don't think like Envy, but he was he was a lot more kind of like. But he was in essence saying the same thing that Charlemagne said. He was like from a business perspective. But what he didn't. But why he, are they gonna? You know. But what he never, what he, what he, what he never did was like mm. what Charlemagne did of trying to belittle, belittle her, saying like, how, like how, 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 how dare you weaponize black woman against me? Like when you, she is a black woman. I'm and, and to tell, to tell, to, 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 but, to, that's what, but that's what he does. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but that's, that's what, what I'm saying. But it's just, can't I get it. But it's yeah, exactly. But it's just inappropriate. Like really, it's just inappropriate. And I just, and I just feel that for like how it was framed when we talked about it earlier was that like, but as if like. Yeah, Monique was emotional, but you yeah. like how how you how you categorized it in in that tweet was as if like you know she was like a mess emotional. I no, no, no. Was, okay, I was, didn't mean to. She, she was, was she was she was she was razor, angry. She and she was razor focused with it. Listen, I I, I love her ability. The way that she argues, you know, I I I enjoy it. She's she's good at what she does, and she's good Beautiful. at putting yeah, her yeah. point across. Like a queen, right? She absolutely is. Right, her points are not moot points her points that she that she that she expressed are what black women in the industry do go through right my point is in this very specific case mm. i don't believe that to be the case only because she's no longer of the same relevance that she was 10 years ago 10 years ago but as she said that you know the almost christmas films 2016 12 months ago and she like she 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 brought she broke bank like it doesn't matter if I've seen it she broke bank with it that's that's what matters like she didn't she huh? was there with it was it was four of them huh? it was a it was but yeah a, but the film made the film made money yes as you film. said because these are metrics that I, I yes. regardless of whether or not I've I've ever watched anything as she said if it's if we're talking business mm-hmm. just look at like like of all the things I have done mm-hmm. has it always made back the money yes okay so, so that, that's it if uh, how a computer but, would make the decision is binary. Into a comedy special, so that's yeah. great that her film and, and she was on the had a film and stuff. But what, yeah, exactly, but what's, 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 so, what's so funny is that if anything, <coughs> all of this controversy around her life mm-hmm. would this not make you want to watch her comedy special more than someone who you hadn't seen and didn't know what, what they were doing? <laughs> would you not want to hear her stories from all of this more than anyone? Like, yeah. this is what just doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. She but, is but, so, but she, re- but she can't take that deal though. Huh? I mean, well, now she can't, but it's, no, it's, but it's like, a crappy but, deal, but now she can't. I mean. You know, uh, as in there's as in there's no deals on 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 anything for that now. But like, I just believe that. I mean, she she's she's obviously. I mean, they they they've got a nice life ready. Like r- with regards to like, yeah, we we play that. Uh, what's what's the game we play? The passive cash, income, cash, cash flow. flow. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's she's already cashed out a rat race, like mm-hmm. basically. And so this is what I mean. When you're once you've cashed out of the rat race, once you're already in this comfortable level of life, mm-hmm. like if you remember like Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Okay. Now now you've now now what you're now what you're fighting for at this level of life is autonomy and mastery and that is what she's really asking for and the respect that comes with autonomy and mastery it's I not agree. The, the money the money i well, don't even ma- imagine is the, it is it is what the money represents and i think that will be my final word on it okay i mean we, we could go on for for hours back and forth on this we're not gonna agree but i think we've got the same we're, we're on the same page in many aspects but then i think with the little intricacies we're not um we're not quite seeing eye to eye. Can but I just say one thing? I've just jumped in on your podcast. Just one last thing. But remember this issue 
if it is about, you know, Monique and her, you know, and the equality, the gender equality and the pay, you know, and, and all that, mm. then drop Charlemagne out of it, innit? Like, I don't like the way this this now, it, her, her argument is now centred around the Charlemagne discussion or whatever right. else and him being a house nigger or whatever. Well, that, I mean, like, yeah, that, I'm, I'm that agreeing with her. Yeah, 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 yeah. Obviously, mm. not, no, of course not. Of course not. Of course it. not. And the thing is as well, actually, when I discussed this earlier, I was saying that at the end of the day, like Charlemagne is just like Piers Morgan, like the black Piers Morgan. Like mm. if you want to look at it like that, he's he's he is like what I also characterised earlier that thorn. Because if it wasn't for him being like you know that kind of antagonistic prick, like I would be, I I we would not be able to open this discussion up mm. now as well. Yeah, so for real. I do. It's kind of brought. I, re I, rec I recognise yeah. the role he plays, and the thing is as well, he set his stall up to be name called, and he knows that. Yeah, but yeah, that's yeah. why he gets remunerated. That's why. That's, that's why he gets remunerated as such. But what, yeah. does it mean I'm not going to watch the Breakfast Club? No, because like yes. I said to somebody before, regardless of whether or not you like you, me, mm. Monique, when she comes in, likes him in that moment, mm. like. At the end of the day, he he's a, he and them have already got a setup where the other great people want to come. I said like that was one interview that might have riled you up one way, but if you watch the Chadwick Boseman one where they're talking about Black Panther and he, he opens up the conversation beautifully and they have a, like, a yeah. lovely conversation, yeah, yeah. Mm. and then you 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 yeah. totally forget. And this this is also that that brings back to that idea of. Uh, like it's easy to be someone's friend in the good times, or like you know you see who's swimming, you see who's swimming is naked when the tide goes out, mm -hmm. and because when it's all in the good times, the water's high, the champagne's flowing. Yeah, I can love Charlemagne too. I'm like he's on there, he's, he's got the hat, he's just doing the thing, blah blah blah. But when it actually comes to, to to matters of the heart, like basically, I just defer to my to the honourable minister Louis Farrakhan, man. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm out. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> All right, so I think um, you know that's enough. That's enough heat, sauce, sauce, <laughs> everything for now. So, guys, thanks again for listening. You know, make sure you spread the word. Use the hashtag Black Box UK, Black Box let, Podcast. Yeah. Let us let us know what you think. Like, tell me if you're like, yeah, Team J or Team Waste Man. I need you. <laughs> <laughs> you cheap. All right, guys. Peace. peace. Later. <laughs>